welcome to Dating in the City. We're your hosts, the Conti sisters, matchmakers, and co-founders at our personal matchmaking firm, Matchmakers in the City. Dubbed by millionaire matchmaker Patty Stanger as her favorite sisters in Hollywood and one of the matchmakers behind MTV's Are You the One, we've been celebrity matchmakers for nearly seven years. And now we're spilling all of our secrets about love and relationships to you. Hey guys, and welcome to episode three, season two of Dating in the City. This is Alessandra Conti. And this is Christina Conti Pineda. And we're the Conti sisters, and we are just so happy to be back and <laughs> to talk about love and relationships today. Um, we said that it would be once oh. a month. We're sorry that September just... Guys, September <laughs> was a month. Came and gone. It, it was a month and, and a half. I read, I had, the, there was this meme that was like, September was literally like three hours long. <laughs> September was literally three hours long. We just had so much going on. Um, and it was, it was just a lot. So we're so sorry, but we're really happy to be back. Oh, what was that? We're happy to be. <laughs> um, but we want to begin with catching up with the Contis. So, um, Christina, you were just on a trip to a multi-international trip. Yes. To Spain. Yes. And you went to a wedding at a castle, yeah. casually. <laughs> I know. Wait, just tell us about it. Sure. Well, I went notes. to Portugal and Spain. The wedding was in a beachside town right about an hour away from Barcelona. So the oh. southern coast of Spain. Gorgeous, gorgeous weather. It was at a castle. It was at the Castle Tarragonia. There were a castle in Tarragonia. It's called Castle Tamarit. Oh was the name of the castle. Stunningly beautiful. Oh my I, God. They do weddings there, though. So they yeah. have... It's It's... It's not an old castle where you can't, where it's an old decrepit thing. Oh, they, they've they made very, it beautiful. And it yeah. still looks, the outside looks, has the yeah. look of a castle, but it was, it was just stunning. I, I'm so happy that we got to go. I love it. That's amazing. I actually, I remember, I always look for properties, you know, just always to purchase properties because... That's what I do. Mm-hmm. And I remember a few years ago, or even like last year, there was a castle that I could actually afford that we, so we should have <laughs> purchased a castle. I think it was, I think it was news as well. I think it was maybe huh. just, I forget exactly what um, that scenario was, but I just remember like a year ago being like, you know what, I, maybe I should buy a castle. You know, well, if you want to do a wedding, a wedding business yeah. where you, <gasps> as well honestly, as a hotel, you can, but you have to fix her up or. Yeah, I think that that's maybe like twenty years down the line, what you and I will be doing. Well, I thought we were doing the wedding venues. Wedding, we'll do Austin Land. Yeah, we were gonna do Austin Land, <laughs> but I feel like Austin Land is a little too niche. So, like Austin Land, you guys have seen that movie with um, Carrie Russell. Where she goes to this like Jane Austen land place that's literally called Austen Land. And, you know, it's been a long standing dream of myself <laughs> and my sisters to just have a real life like recreation of Austen Land with. Do they have that already? I don't know. They probably do. And like with the different packages. <laughs> like in the silver package, you get like the maid's quarters. <laughs> So close to home. It's so close to home. <laughs> no, but I think that 
I think it would be so. I think, though, instead of purely Austin land, like, I would just love to just purchase a castle, have it be the Chateau de Conti, you know, um, will reverberate your last name. And do name. wedding. And do weddings, weddings and just, like, you know. But I don't like do running anything like that. Like, no, I don't really like running a venue. to me. I know. Maybe, well, maybe we could just buy it and just have someone else do it. And we just can go and vacation at the castle. Well, you can have different properties that are run by themselves. Yeah, and that's hotels true. And yeah. Well, okay, down the line. You know, just something, little little something to think about. Um, so I love it. So you are at, I love that. And then for me, it's just, yeah, it's been a crazy month of September. It was my birthday. Mm-hmm. And I had a very small dinner, small intimate dinner um, at the fabulous Villa Blanca. Um, still do my favorite a, restaurant. Yeah, do they have a customer rewards program? <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, I, I should have steak in, like, Villa Blanca. I go there all the time. I, they're literally, it's so funny because I have them, they're in my phone as just Villa Blanca. So I'm like, call Villa Blanca. Um, oh. And then Surrey knows. Um, but, yeah, it was really, really lovely. <laughs> the things that I always say to women in date consulting <laughs> Is you're not going to meet your future husband at Villa Blanca. <laughs> <laughs> because some women think, oh, yeah, how I ask always, how often do you go out? Where do you yeah. go? What is your social life like? And then a lot of people say, oh, I go out to dinner with my friends. Yeah. And that's what I respond. You're not going to meet the your most, future husband like, feminine, at Villa Blanca. You know, restaurants. Yeah, I understand. But anyway, and then to keep on the Lisa Vanderpump theme, on Monday night I went to um, – I went to Pump for an event. Um, so one of our uh, one of our friends, I would say, like one of our friends works at um, this Vanderpump Pets, and yeah. she sent me an invite to this event that was happening at Pump. Um, that was uh, that was a, basically a um, a charity event to raise money for the survivors of the Route, um, oh my gosh, the Route 91, I think it's shooting. Um, but, oh my gosh, I hope I'm giving the right, like, let me actually it find this. It was the Las Vegas shooting. It was shooting. the Las People Vegas shooting. No, 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 I know, but I can't give, like, the, the, the wrong name of it because I literally was just there and I just feel like that's really horrible. Okay, it was for the... Um, so Route 91, yes, Route 91 Strong, and Route 91 Strong is the organization that put it on, and it was just this beautiful event, um, and Lisa was there, and Ken was there, and I've met Lisa and Ken a number of times, obviously, because I'm always <laughs> their restaurant. They just love, well, I'm not, I don't go to Pump anymore, but we used to go to Pump when it was early I on. Ever go. Yeah, you did. You've been for my birthday. No. Remember my first birthday party? Was that It Pump? wasn't Pump. It was the other, their other restaurant. Oh, no, it wasn't Pump. It was Sir. Yeah, I don't Sir. go to Sir anymore because okay. it's way too dramatic. It's just total Vanderpump Rules, and I don't actually mm. watch the show, um, even though I know so many people watch Vanderpump Rules, and I don't watch it. It's my one, like, thing that I just don't watch on Bravo. <gasps> I know. <laughs> You're shocked. No, but I just, I can't. I just, I don't know. It's just not appealing to me. But anyway. Infidel. <laughs> Infidel. I know, it's so terrible. But anyway, so I, so whatever. So I went to this event and I've met, like I said, I've met Ken and Lisa before. They're really sweet. So when I saw Ken, I'm like, oh, good to see you, Ken. And Ken, like, guys, I had the most incredible celebrity sighting. I think just this celebrity sighting tops any other celebrity sighting. Um... <laughs> I met Jiggy, 
And Jiggy, if you don't watch Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, Jiggy is an iconic puppy. Um, and I just felt really just humbled and honored, you know. And Ken, I was like, oh, Ken, how's Jiggy doing? He's like, oh, he's not. He's a little uncomfortable right now. And he was, like, holding Aww. him. And I just loved Jiggy so much. But anyway, it was a really fun event. Um, and so anyway, so we're back. And again, we'll try really hard not to go um, so long without doing another podcast. But... Um, Let's get into the Celebrity Matchmakers Relationship Report. So, the first story, and Christina, you know no, you know nothing that's happening, so I'm just going to kind of inform you on all of the events that have taken place over the past, um, past couple weeks. So, the first story is about Kim and Kanye, mm-hmm. um, just, you know, um, a total power couple. So, basically, what aren't they called? Kimye? Yeah, they, they are called Kimye. Very good, Christina. Check mark for Christina. So Kim and Kanye. So basically, um, Kim was on a podcast, um, and she told the story about how um, f- how she was approached by an organization. Um, and I got this story from the fabulous Morning Toast, which is my favorite morning show ever from um, Girl With No Job and Jackie O Problems. I love them so much. Um, I'm an ultimate toaster. But anyway. Anyway, so um, I got the story on there, and then I did a little bit more research just so I made sure that I knew what I was talking about for this. Um, But basically, um, Kim was approached by a company um, to do an Instagram post about this, like, clothing company. Mm -hmm. And the clothing company is kind of known for, like, ripping off Yeezy, which is is Kanye's brand. Kanye Kanye West has a clothing brand, Mm -hmm. Christina. I'm not sure if you're aware of this. Called Yeezy. Mm -hmm. And it's very popular with, like, a certain set. And it's just, it's, like, a really, it's cool clothing. I think it's awesome. Um, But anyway, so this company approached Kim... And they were. They said, "We'll give you a million dollars to do a post," which I think mm. is Kim's like going rate yeah. for posts. Sure. Um, but she, That's you know, went to Kanye and she said, "Hey, like, is this okay to do? Um, you know, it's a million dollars. Like, can I do this?" And Kanye's like, "You know what? I'd prefer if you didn't." And then Kim said, "Yeah, no worries. I, I'm not gonna take it. Like, mm-hmm. I respect Yeezy way too much." So then. Um, you know, that's though it's still a million dollars. Like a million dollars is still a million dollars. So then, like for her birthday, Kim got a present from Kanye. It was a million dollars, a million dollar check, and it was papers to become a partial owner of Yeezy. So she now is a partial owner of Yeezy a stake she has a stake in his company. Oh. My question here, huh. um, a bigger issue. Yeah. Is it okay to mix business? And romantic relationships. Hmm. Does it doom a relationship? Is mixing business and personal, is that, what do you think, Christina, about mixing business and personal? I, as you were talking, I was actually thinking about the show, do you remember For Love or Money? Oh, yeah. That spinoff of The Bachelor a few yeah. years ago. It didn't air very long, but we used to watch it. I think, wasn't it Millionaire Joe or something? No, it was, there were a few geeks and yeah. beauties. Yeah, and <laughs> we've set them all. There yes. were a few different, yeah. different spinoffs of The Bachelor, yeah. but For Love or Money was one of them, and I don't, mm. I forget what the exact concept of, but was of this show, but I was talking to Dan about it, and mm. I think it was something similar to The Bachelor, where at the end, 
they mm-hmm. had to reveal if they were if they wanted to to be with the person or choose a million dollars. Wow, was it a million? Yeah, even I'm with inflation, sure. like back then, a million dollars is a lot of. Money. I don't know. I don't know. Because nowadays, a million is not was, as much. It was a huge sum maybe, of money. Maybe it was, it was a big like sum of money. Four three two hundred fifty thousand. But that's not really that big. The stakes were high. Okay. I I don't know exactly what it was. I didn't research this because I wasn't thinking that we were going to talk about this. Yeah. But... You always need to just think that we're talking about anything and everything, Christina. (laughs) Well, I think that... You should know all about 90s reality shows. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That was more 2000s, I think. Oh, 2000s. But I'm so happy that Kim made that virtuous decision because that's good to not go over and behind your husband's back to do that and clearly it benefited for her I guess it's different for each relationship because sometimes people are in a company together and their Mm -hmm. husband and wife owning the business and working Mm -hmm. together personally I think I would not want that dynamic because just I love my sister and we work together all the time but it's good to have yes my sister that's me (laughs) But it's good to have a separate personal life that doesn't involve our company and where it's just easy to get those feelings interspersed. Mm -hmm. And with Mm -hmm. a husband, it's such an intimate relationship that you don't want – well, I wouldn't want my relationship to be, I guess, tainted in any way by business because I specifically – have had to, as soon as I walk through the door, and this sometimes doesn't happen, but mm-hmm. <laughs> I've gotten advice to, as soon as you walk through the door, don't talk about business yeah. in your home. And yeah. that's... A, it needs to be a business-free zone. Right. Because yeah. otherwise, I'm already... think My mind, it's e- very easy, if you're a caring person, to just be thinking about stuff all the time and yeah. to be analyzing, over-analyzing. Not even if you're a caring person, if you're just a business-oriented yeah, person. Yeah, that's, like, that's true. You're a business owner, so yeah. you can't help... I mean, we're, we just can't help ourselves. Right. I've gotten a lot better, but... And it's, I think that's... That other aspect of it is the ownership yeah. I wonder how much she will be actually involved, or is it more of just a stock type yeah, thing? Yeah, I feel like it's more of, like, a little bit. I feel like it's, right. a, like, a, a very small percentage. Yeah. Um, but here's the thing. This is – and I'm going to say something a little bit controversial here. I think that when – I think that money matters a lot – and if, say, this is a company that is purely a, a fun company that doesn't really have a bearing on your livelihood, I think, like, if you are already at a certain level of, if you already have a certain level of wealth mm-hmm. and you guys are set, you're good to go, and then you want to do, you know, you want to partner on this fun company. Right. Then that to me is fine. Then you and your husband can have that little fun thing that you're doing. But the thing is, even if it's a quote unquote fun, fun company, passion project. passion project, like everyone would think matchmaking, oh, that's such a fun business. Mm-hmm. We're like, honey child, let me tell you, this is, yeah, obviously we enjoy what we do, but it is very, it is a tough 
business, even though you one would think this is the most fun thing that anyone could ever do because you're talking about relationships, you're talking about love, you're bringing people together. Right. This is an all-encompassing, like it, it's it's really intense. But 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 um, I mean, we've we I can't imagine working with anyone but you as a co-founder um, because we just get each other. But we've also been doing this for almost seven years. Yeah. Um, but that said, so so kind of back to what I was saying. I think that if a husband and wife, if, you know, say you are at a level of wealth and you're at just a level of financial, you know, stability and and success, Mm -hmm. and then you guys are like, oh, how cool. Why don't we, you know, start this clothing line or, you know, nothing that's, well, everything is customer service. That's the thing. Every every business, like unless you've started a business from the ground up, I don't think people really understand everything that it takes to really sustain a business. Because even if you were to start a sock business, like, you know, Rob Kardashian has a sock company, like, randomly. But Mm. even with that, you still get people who are not happy with the socks that you're providing. So you still have customer service. You still have that headache and that drama because whenever you're providing something and, it, you know, so basically what I'm saying is I think that if you are not in that – and, yes, this is controversial, but if you're not in that wealth bracket, I think mixing business and your relationship is – a, it's basically you're asking for a divorce. If you want to mix business and personal, unless you, like you and I, establish, we established, even in the very beginning of our company, we established the most intense boundaries. When right. we walked and That's we true. lived together for a couple years in the, in the very beginning of our business, right. when we walked into our apartment, we were not allowed to talk about business. Yeah. We would go to the office, we'd go to our office, and when we would come home, we would have zero business talk you need that but most people don't Don't have have that they don't have boundaries it's so true they 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 have they they even have problems you know boundaries in general imagine throwing a business on there right i know and also if you're not at that wealth bracket you then the stressors of then relying on this company i just absolutely know the stakes are high of death yeah do not start a company with your husband or wife unless you want to get a divorce if you want to get a divorce awesome go for it but if you're not in that in that mindset no i do I genuinely mean that. If you want, if you are, I mean, obviously, I don't mean, you know. She doesn't want You I I don't want you guys getting divorces, but I think that I just, from what I've seen, from my experience, and even like. What I've seen as well. I've seen other couples. Who yeah. have done that together and it and hasn't it's just been. Terrible. It's been a kiss of death. As you it's said. a kiss of death. Yeah. And especially a young, small business struggling company. Oh my God. No. Absolutely it's not. Not good. not good. Praise, praise be. So anyway, <laughs> moving on. Um, so our next little story is, and guys, I'll, I'll, Obviously, feel free to like join in the conversation. You know, comment on this on Facebook. You can definitely let us know what you guys think. If I'm, this is Ali Alessandra, if I'm being too, you know, intense about this, or if you maybe have a business with your significant other, mm-hmm. let us know because, and if it's worked out in your favor, bless your heart. Yeah. Good for you. Um, anyway, okay, moving on. So, okay, we're talking about the Biebs, you know, one of Again. our favorite guys. <laughs> Justin Bieber and Haley Baldwin got married in the courts. So, t- so basically, they got married. Like they got their marriage certificate. Basically, like they got. You know, you got your marriage certificate. Don't look like that. No, I, I'm looking like that because I got it 
the day of our wedding. You got it the day of your wedding. Well, they did it or before. Or the day before. The yeah. Day. You they, have to do it 48 hours before or something. Oh. Yeah. Well, these, the, apparently, they got it already a couple weeks ago, even oh. though they were lying about everything. And they did it, um, this is not really, yeah, so they got married from the courts. Okay. But they got married without a prenup. So they haven't had the ceremony yet, and in their eyes, I guess, like, unless you've had the ceremony, it doesn't really count. So Got they, it. But at the same time, it does count because, like, you are married. But anyway, legally, legally especially when you are Justin Bieber, who, and or, I mean, any person with, sorry, we're talking about money again. But right. anyway, this is actually a question about money. We should call this for love or money. Seriously, this podcast, this, this podcast <laughs> episode should be for love or money. Yeah. I think we just found a title um so they got married without a prenup okay Mm. so and just just to give you the numbers according to tmz justin's net worth is estimated 250 million and Haley is reported reportedly worth a couple of million which i think is even a stretch to be completely honest um no offense to Haley, but it's just not a celebrity is she well yeah she is she's the daughter of one of the baldwins not alec I don't really know. I oh, thought she was Alec Baldwin's I daughter. See. Okay. She's not. Okay. So I know it was shocking. Um, but anyway. Oh, I, I'm not shocked. I just, I, I know. think she was a celebrity. Oh, okay. Well, she is. <laughs> okay. Um, so I just want to know, Christina, because I know that actually I do know I we have differing thoughts about this. Yes. What are your thoughts on, what are our thoughts on prenups? I'm actually really proud of them because they must have. Oh. To not get a prenup, because that's, I think, also another kiss of death for a relationship, because when you marry someone, you're marrying them for life. That's... But even in the celebrity... Yeah, even a celebrity, you, that's why you have to take your time before you marry someone, so you know this person well, isn't going to use me for my money. They got married and, like, they dated... They Okay, it's fine. Well... Regardless, Regardless, whatever time they yeah. wanted to spend. Not even just that. I just am generally. not. I'm against prenups. Yeah. I, I don't think that's a good, for, especially a first act as a married couple to to bar each other from something. Mm, not a good idea. In theory, I think that what you're saying is absolutely lovely. And um, I wish that divorce wasn't a, um, wasn't a thing that happened. But I am very much for prenups. I think that it's a I think it's a good way of just ensuring that your assets are <laughs> I mean, I just I you never know. The angel and the devil. I'm sorry. Oh my god. I don't mean it's just my opinion. I know. I just I see divorces happen all the time and like I just and no, I don't think that they're good, but I also think that you know, I think that you should just you should be smart and protect yourself, especially if there's such a disparity. I don't know. I mean, ugh. that's why I say take your time. This is for everyone, all the single people out there. Take your time discerning if this is the right person for you. I know now I'm feeling like making. I'm getting swayed because for so yeah. many years I was so pro prenup. Like I was even like. Yeah, I, I really believed very intensely in Prince. I mean, I, I still, this is the thing. I do because I do know that someone could flip a switch and, you know, and then, and, and or they could cheat or they could hit you or something t- terrible that to me, those are grounds for divorce, cheating and abuse. 
those to me are like two major grounds where divorce is, you know, in my opinion, where it's, you know, you can go, please, I support that. Um, you know, I don't support a divorce where it's like, oh, I got bored, you know, or, yeah. oh, we just, you know, we, we couldn't. grew apart. Yeah, we grew apart. Like, I, because I do believe in therapy and I believe that obviously you're going to grow apart when you're growing, you're changing. Um, but, no, I mean, I, I, I still, like, when you have a lot to lose, I think it's just, it's just a good like I wouldn't be offended if I was asked to sign a prenup you know and I will and I wouldn't want my partner to be offended because imagine if I get a divorce say my husband cheats on me I own this company guess what he could get 50% of this company you know what I mean or he could get my full stake in the company so that's why it's like Obviously, yes, I'm going to, you know, when I do get married, I will be very cognizant of who I marry. But at the same time, you just, you never know what could happen. I think you're talking from a place of fear right now. Well, of course. (laughs) Because if someone is considering a prenup, I think that you need to hold, press the stop button. You're not ready to get married. There needs, there's definitely a lack of trust there. And we want prenup. We not prenup. <laughs> this yeah. is also going to be Someone in the title of our. This will be in the tagline of our, <laughs> of our title. Because when she leaves, <laughs> she gonna leave with half. Eighteen years. Eighteen years. And I was eighteen. Kanye she comes that it full circle. <laughs> I ain't saying she ain't got and take my money. Oh my gosh, so good. I've just been wanting to say that since we said the word prenup. <laughs> It's very we catchy. Won't it's up. a very catchy we won't song. Yeah. Yes. You know, and when you listen to it, like, years later, it's so good. Like, I listened to the lyrics, because I remember it was on the radio for so long, and it was just, like, ominous, and you're just like, oh, my God, Gold Digger, again. But then when you re-listen to it and you listen to the lyrics, it's hysterical. <laughs> it's, like, comedic. But anyway. Yeah. I think we've I think we've, we're good. We flushed, flushed it out. out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On my favorite segment. Oh, great. Boy, bye. Boy, bye. Little left. As sisters, we have our fair share of disagreements. Every day we date coach men and women who don't know whether they should stay in a relationship or move on. In Boy, Bye, we debate different hot relationship trigger topics. Tell them, boy, bye. First scenario. <laughs> a guy you go on a date references multiple different women who he has been with slash vacationed with slash been in relationships with. Boy, bye, or strike one. Christina, what do you think? Well, that's why we have our dating guideline at Matchmakers in the Mm -hmm. City to don't talk about former relationships on a date and save deep personal matters for later. I always say men have a harder time with the first part of it, with the talking about personal relationships, uh, former relationships, because they want to prove themselves, especially if they're attracted to the woman. They want to up their profile and oh yeah all these women liked me it's validation right it's validation it provides validation right that another desirable woman has liked them previously exactly and you see this with men with subconscious low levels of Mm self-confidence it's more of a subliminal low level of self-confidence yes yes exactly alessandra so i would say that is definitely a red flag I think that's so awful for the woman to have to sit through to hear because yeah. 
But I do also recommend people, both men and women, if someone starts talking about exes, to say, you know what, I want to focus on you and the future, right? And just, you know, be you. I, I don't want to talk about other guys. I don't want to hear about other women. I want to talk about mm-hmm. now and the future. So here's my opinion on this. This is actually a um, – this, this blossomed from a personal experience <laughs> that I had had, you know, in my in my various dating adventures, so you know, back in the so day. So generous with us all Just really time. generous with all of you. <laughs> so I once – once upon a time, I went on a date with a guy who um, – it in the beginning it was lovely and i was like oh my gosh this guy's so great wow he's so well traveled he's wow he's you know he's he's attractive to me like da 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 and then dun 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 <laughs> he revealed to me like he started just i think like after a drink mm-hmm. he started opening up more which is really lovely because you want a guy to open up but he revealed to me that he went on it was like in it was almost like I won't say the exact number because that will totally give away the who I'm talking about if he, God forbid, is listening to this. Yeah. I wouldn't want to offend him. But, like, he gave me a very specific number that was almost, like, it was it was an obscene amount of number oh, of really? vacations that he went on with different Ooh, women. That's different. Okay, this different is a little different, women. Okay. Okay, so he was, was ta- and he was about. telling me, he's like, oh, yeah, and the Italian girl. Oh, yeah, and when I went with, then he was name-dropping models. He was name-dropping this. And I'm sitting there, and I remember saying, I was like, I'm going to stop you right here. Like, to me, and I wanted to say this, I didn't, because I also, I think when you're on a first date, it's not a bad thing for a guy to be open because he will show you who he is. If you allow a man to talk, he will show you who he is and he will show you his values. He will show you all of that. And I didn't want to shame him. I didn't want, because like, listen, there's, if this is who he wants to be, that's fine. There are some women that will totally go on with that lifestyle. That's not me. But I did feel as though it got to a certain point where I was feeling a little disrespected. So I then had to kind of say, listen, you know, I, I think it's very interesting that you've had these experiences, but, you know, any man that wants to be with me, you know, I I am not the kind of woman that can be with a player in any way. And I shouldn't have labeled him a player and, like, or just a man who, like, that is just the most, because to me personally, the most unappealing thing that a man can do is like talk about past women and talk about past relationships and we've talked about this the Contis have we have a little jealousy issue like we have some you know we're working on that that's something that I'm working on yeah. just like not being like not feel as though if you know a guy a, you know my boyfriend liked a girl from you know 10 years ago obviously he's liked women before but we want to feel like we're the only women in the world <laughs> yeah like like, we want to feel as though he's never had feelings for any other women because to us that's, like, so annoying and inconceivable and how could you ever like anyone other than me? And I think that so many women echo this feeling. So to me, so I had to really say that and then he got really defensive and he was like, da 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 Well, no, I'm just being honest. I'm not like that anymore. Like, da 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 I didn't sleep with all of them. Some of them tried to sleep with me and I said no. And I was like, oh, right, buddy. I mean, give me a break, this beautiful model. Anyway, like... Like, because you know what I mean? If he had had, if he had shared that he had these really deep-rooted values and really valued, like, sex and all of that, I would have believed what he was saying. But it was Wait, so... what? No, like, <laughs> he was basically, he said to Wait, me... deep-rooted values no, and really... Like, 
No, like, if he valued, like, a sexual... Casual sex. Not casual sex, but if he... Because, like, what he told me then, okay. how he was, like, saying how he was defending himself, he's like, I didn't sleep with all of these women. Right. But, like, yet what he had previously mm. talked about just was not in line with that statement. Okay. So, anyway, it just... It really rubbed me the wrong way. And for me, it was yeah. the deal breaker. And I would... I I literally then... There was an, a moment at... I remember. I vividly remember this. Like, it was yesterday. Yesterday, I remember getting up and just saying, "You know what? I need." To, I, he's, he said something about an Italian woman. Oh. He said, "Oh yeah," and that was Even that was after I said this. He's like, he went to some I don't know thing with an Italian. And I said, "And that is my cue." And I said, "Check." And it, well, I went to the bathroom. I was like, "I'm gonna I'm gonna run to the bathroom." And so anyway, here's the thing, guys, because I know that a lot of men listen um, to our show, like, on the DL, and I love you guys. Like, thank you for listening, and I think that's really awesome that you guys are listening. Um, so I think that it's so important to know that, you know, it, it does not impress women when you yes. talk about other women. Exactly. Especially if you're talking about beautiful other women. Like, I consider myself probably one of the most confident people that I've met you know in my lifetime like I feel I feel like I've said this before but like the movie I feel pretty I feel like they it was based on me just in my daily life because I I really you know what I mean have you seen the movie I feel pretty with it's amazing oh my god you have to see it it's life-changing but anyway so like I'm very confident Mm -hmm. and even for the most confident of women like myself when a man says like talks about models talks about models that he dated talks about actresses talks about like all these women he's been with oh. and vacationed with and all of that it is literally i'm i'm done it is the yeah. most unappealing thing so guys you if you've been to many different countries that is beautiful that's awesome and even if you have maybe just been someone who has 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 been on multiple vacations with different women I'm not shaming you at all maybe you're in a in a in a point in your life maybe whatever like maybe you want someone who's you know smart and all of that do not you don't need to tell a woman this okay you can tell her about your vacations about your travels just leave out the part about the woman in lingerie who's sitting on the bed okay just leave that part out what on earth christina it was so bad that's a date from you know where i know i it was it was like a demonic date so i literally i mean for me it's boy bye like if it's that level and i I didn't realize that you were talking about that level i mean this is also a very specific scenario (laughs) um but yeah i mean to me if if a guy is even honestly even a little bit on that spectrum i just say i think that there are other issues going on with him and maybe just he has to discover himself and he needs to you know, the, I read a quote somewhere. The difference between a gentleman and like a pig is that a gentleman doesn't brag about his sexual exploits or something like that. Like, you know. Anyway, so I say, boy, bye. That is what I say. Okay. We're moving on to sisterly advice. Every week we answer a listener's burning question, and every week we give her advice that only your sister would give you. Oh, we mean every every month. <laughs> month. I'm sorry. Every, we were we were supposed to do the podcast every week, but we don't. Exactly. And this is we'll try to be better. This is the sisterly advice. The other times we do mansers. Yeah. The other time we do mansers. Yeah. Last time we did mansers. Okay, great. Here's a question from our network. Hi, Ali and Christina. I've been using the apps. I know. FML. FML. <laughs> 
to know. meet my future husband. <laughs> I and I keep running into the same issue. I will match with a guy and we, we'll start talking and then we become pen pals, like texts every day. Rarely will a guy take the initiative to ask me out on a date. I don't understand what is going on. How do I go from texting to an actual in-person date? Thanks. Tired of being a pen pal. Mm. <sighs> Alessandra, why don't you answer this one because... I yeah. am not an app so, fan. Yeah, no, I know you are not a big fan of the apps. Yeah. I'm a I'm obviously I own a, a personal matchmaking company, so if you're in the financial place to work with a personal matchmaker, um definitely this is a much easier route to success much more because fun. much more Relaxing. fun. It's like we go through all of this, we go through all this vetting so that you don't have to be like taking hours from your day to talk to all these random guys who may or may not even have the basic things that you're looking for. So obviously with that disclaimer, I then say when I'm working with coaching coaching um, clients, um, women and men as well, um, and I've honestly, I've, I've dealt with this so much like mm-hmm. over the past seven years over, mm-hmm. with thousands of men and women that we have date coached. So, um, so my advice here, mm-hmm. um, there is, as a woman, and I, you know, I do the the coaching program Date Like a Lady Boss, yes. which ladies, oh my gosh, it's amazing. Um, so in Date Like a Lady Boss, we literally have a um a coaching session called Navigate, oh, Appley Ever After, oh, yes. like <laughs> Appley Ever After, like navigating the dating apps, because I am a big believer that unless you're working with a matchmaker, you need to. Um, like your dating life should be like a portfolio, like a financial portfolio. You want to diversify your portfolio. You don't only want to invest in one, one stock. You want to like multiply your investments and kind of invest in all these different places. So there's no shame on being in the dating apps at all. Um, so for this, but the issue is that a lot of people are just hiding on their phones and they're busy and they, but at the same time they have moments to text and they just become pen pals. So a really great line that I love to teach women. This is specifically for women because I'm tired of being a pen pal is I a woman. Um, she talked about his future husband. So the line that I tell women to say is um, when they're texting, say it's like a back and forth thing. It's been like a week. That is more than enough. If you've been texting for more than three days, it's time to put this line in. Okay, mm. because this is too much. You don't even know this person. You're investing time. Your time is money. It's too much. Um, so you can say, "Hey, so I'm new to the. I'm to, so I'm totally new to this. I'm I'm totally new to the, new to this app, or I'm totally new to Bumble, or whatever, um, or whatever it might be. Um, how long are we supposed to talk before we meet up? Ooh. So how long are we supposed to talk before we meet up? Hmm. Or how long are we supposed to talk before we meet before we get drinks? Or how long are we supposed to talk before we get whatever drinks are the best honestly Mm -hmm. or just how long are we supposed to talk before we meet up Mm -hmm. because then as the woman you know because a lot like I'm a traditionalist I love like the guy asking the girl out but just men are not doing it like it's just it's an epidemic da 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 this way, it's a let's more passive aggressive. Yeah. Um, it's less aggressive being like, oh, are you free Thursday night for drinks? Yeah. Because then you're doing like kind of that masculine, that's kind of more of a masculine energy that exactly. you're putting out there. Exactly. But when you're like, oh, like I'm I'm super new to this, like how long are we supposed to talk before we meet up? Yeah. Um, and 
genuinely I have gotten such good feedback about that and it really does take the date from talking to setting setting an actual date and then whether or not the guy actually falls through on the date then you'll actually see if he's interested in starting a relationship or even meeting someone in person because another thing with these guys mm-hmm. um, another issue with the apps is that there are a lot of men on there who are either in relationships and maybe just testing out the waters or you know married and just testing out the waters, seeing what's out there so if a guy is talking to you for multiple weeks on end with no you know plan in sight then that is a bit of a red flag that he either is already in a relationship or maybe he just got out of a relationship or maybe he's not looking for any for anything serious or you know just he's not taking he's not in the same place you're at basically um so when you say this and then he'll plan the date and then like i said the true test will be if he actually falls through on the date texts you day of the date Mm -hmm. and then makes the plan um because with the apps also you will you can plan a lot of dates but the track record for these guys actually falling through on the dates is low i mean in la uh, more than any other city um so you might plan a couple dates in a week and that's okay because most likely only one of them or two of them will actually fall through with the date plan so i'm just i believe me like we've i see it all the time i'm working with a few bachelorettes consistently and i see what's happening in their on their apps Mm -hmm. so um but that's okay you know it's listen if you don't have bad dates if you don't you know, put yourself out there. If you don't have, you know, these terrible experiences, then it shows that you're not putting yourself out there. You know what I mean? Like if you're not having, if you're not able to be like, oh, I had the, oh my God, this terrible thing. Like bad things are going to happen when you're dating. It's to be expected. And to me, when I hear Bachelorette come to me and say these things, I'm like, you know what? The fact that you're putting yourself out there is half the battle because you're going to meet the right person because you're doing everything in your power to meet that right person. Um, But yeah, that's what I have to say. Okay, wonderful. We, I think that answered the question. Yes. Perfectly. No, we already did catching up with the Conti. Okay, But what's going on this? Oh, we're flying to New York. Yes. Yes, yes, we are. Our beautiful, gr- beloved grandmama passed away. Um, but a beautiful story about her, she actually passed away on the day before the anniversary of our grandfather's death. Mm-hmm. So it's, and we love her and we miss her. And yeah, it's beautiful marriage. Beautiful that we marriage. Can all admire. Yeah, and, and like that's, an, I mean, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. A year, a year to the, a year and a day. I mean, not a year, but how many, ever many years it was. But so we're going to New York. We'll be kind of out of, out of the office. And then we are going to New York though. And we're staying in the city. And I booked Christina and me the most fabulous hotel. I'm not t- obviously <laughs> telling where we, where it is, but oh my God, you're going to love it, Christina. Great. It's amazing. Fabulous. It's amazing. Because um, usually I go alone and I have, like, my own hotel. But you'll be experiencing the bliss of the New York City Hotel. Well, I always – I do, too. No, I, I know. You go alone as well. <laughs> I just know my experience. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Well, thanks again, everyone. And please feel free to follow us on Twitter. It's at MatchmakersITC. On Instagram, Matchmakers in the City. We have to post more on Matchmakers in yeah. the City. And then our obviously our website is the best place to go to for everything, www.matchmakersinthecity.com and follow us on Facebook. And we post my, all and, of our articles uh, and, yeah, on it, on and television appearances and yeah. and 
my, podcasts on Facebook. My Instagram is matchmaker Alessandra Conti, and Christina's is matchmaker Christina Conti. And that's more of like a look into our lives and like all the adventures that we go on. Um, but anyway, guys, yeah, feel free to sign up. And we'd love yes, to work definitely with you. sign up if you are in the in that place where you're ready to work with a personal matchmaker. Um, but thanks so much, guys, and we'll talk to you all soon. much for listening to Dating in the City. For more information on how to be matched by one of our matchmakers, visit www.matchmakersinthecity.com.